0: Today is Monday, October 30th. Welcome to the weekly update from Mosaic, the stories of real estate. Happy Halloween, and we've got a great update for you today. Uh, excited about these episodes. Just kind of a recap, since this is the first weekly update that we're doing of of how uh, my podcast is coming out. So every Monday or Tuesday, uh, we'll get a, a weekly update, and there'll be two parts to it. The, f- the first will be some kind of idea or maybe morsel or... Or something new and exciting that's going on in the mortgage world. And the second part will be a, a great update from MBS Highway called Road Signs. It's a weekly market update newsletter that I get from MBS Highway. MBS Highway is a, a subscription service that people like me in the mortgage world subscribe to. And I would really recommend, if you don't know who uh, MBS Highway is, or Barry Habib, just Google them and look them up. And you'll understand um, kind of the credibility they bring to the marketplace. MBS stands for mortgage-backed securities. And so mortgage-backed securities are what determine mortgage interest rates. So um, it's a really good news source. Um, so that, that'll be coming out, like I said, every Monday, Tuesday, and the, the MBS Highway newsletter that I'll be using to give you the market information, you can also get that in written format on my website, efficientlending.net. Just go to the Learning Center tab, you'll see the MBS Highway drop down and fill out the form, <clears throat> and you'll then be on the email distribution list for that as well. So let's just jump into it, and, and kind of the, f- the first kind of update or mortgage uh, news or information or morsel of information that I want to go about is just a real brief discussion on why I named my company Efficient Lending, and really Efficient Lending was named kind of as a reaction to what really has come out in the last few years about mortgages The best way to get a mortgage is use your phone and do it as fast as you possibly can. And I just don't love that that's the way my industry operates and advertises. And primarily, what people don't realize is mortgages are really subtle They're nuanced and they can be, depending on what you're trying to do, pretty complex. So, the goal of my company and really how I work is to be efficient. And efficiency is really being timely and accurate and making sure that whatever products we use are best designed for each individual borrower or borrower's financial situation. And sometimes being efficient means we have to go very, very fast to be competitive. And then sometimes it means that we need to be efficient and might take a few uh, a few more days or time to analyze maybe bank statements or other financial records, things like that, uh, financial assets, to make sure that we're making all the right calculations for the mortgage that we're recommending. So, so efficient lending, our goal uh, at my company is to be accurate and on time, and that may or may not be fast. It just depends on everybody's certain uh, particular scenario or situation, and that kind of leads me into the what I really want to talk about beyond the update, uh, the financial update, is the importance of team. And what I recommend to really everyone I work with is you got to have a good team around you to make sure that you're handling your real estate transaction in the best possible way. And so at a minimum, that team's going to be a real estate agent and a mortgage lender or mortgage broker like myself. Uh, but depending on, on who you are and where you're at and what your financial situation is, you might need a CPA, because you know tax exposure, tax liability could be very important. You might need a financial analyst. Uh, if you have a lot of assets and we put a mortgage in, um, in as one of those assets, you're going to want to make sure that, that we're handling it properly for your overall, overall financial goals. You certainly might want a home property inspector um, if you know you're an investor. You're buying a primary residence, a second home. You you want to make sure the condition of your property is is done right. And then you know, additionally, you might want a title rep. Uh, you you know, title is an incredibly important part of every real estate transaction. And so, my, my recommendation is you have to get the best team. And really, the why is that is because you really need to get the best information. And I I think I'm going to actually try this, but my guess is if you ask any one of those team members that I just mentioned, you know, where are you getting your information, how are you advising your clients, my guess is very few of them, maybe none, would say, oh, I listen to mainstream media to get all my market information. We just don't do that, and why is it? Because the mainstream media information is just candidly not very good. I use MBS Highway, but you know what? I'll talk to title reps, I'll talk to real estate agents all the time, and I ask them, hey, what are you seeing in the market? What are your data analytics? Because each of us, in our own sphere of of knowledge and where we work, there are great subscription services, there are wonderful, uh, you know, companies that are providing accurate, timely, real market information. And the goal of each one of these companies that's providing information to us isn't to sell mainstream media advertising. That information has to be accurate because we're advising clients on it. And so if, if they're giving us bad information, we give our clients bad data, and then these companies would go out of business. So Get good information from your team and, and use that to make the decisions of what you do uh, in your real estate, whether you're buying a primary residence, second home, or investing property. All right, that's kind of my, my nugget, my morsel of information today. I'm going to run run into the update. Now, like I said, this is MBS Highway. This is a, a weekly update called Road Signs. You can also get it in primit- printed format. Just go onto my website, efficientlending.net and go into the Learning Center, you'll see MBS Highway, fill out the form, and I'll send this to you via email every week. Let's just jump into a few headlines. This is what happened last week, and what what we can look forward to this week. Uh, Inflation is inching lower. That's great news, because uh, whether you you may or may not know this, but inflation is the arch enemy of, of bonds, and mortgage bonds are what trigger mortgage interest rates. So inflation going down is good, um, the, the PCE, that's called Personal um, Consumption Expenditures, that rose a little bit, just four-tenths of a percent. However, it's flat year over year. But the big number is that the PCE, the core PCE number, that's the Fed's favorite for measuring inflation because it strips out food and energy prices, that fell uh, a tenth of a percent from to 3.7%. Why is that important? Well, it's important because that's one of the key indicators the Fed uses uh, when they determine if they're going to raise their uh, overnight rate, which is what happens when the Fed raises rates, and they're going to make a decision on that on Wednesday. So right now, if we annualize the last six months of inflation data, the actual inflation rate is 2.8%. And my guess is that would surprise almost everybody because the mainstream media makes it sound like inflation is still through the roof, et cetera, kind of doom and gloom. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, So that's good news that inflation is coming down. We'll see how much or big a deal or how the Fed responds to that um, come Wednesday when they uh, make a decision to either pause rate hikes or increase them again. Uh, Pending home sales perked up in September. They rose 1.1% from August to September, which was a huge miss on the expectation because it was predicted that we'd see a 2% decline. So why is that important? Well, <clears throat> when, you, when you hear a lot of mainstream media, you hear about the pending housing crash and, and uh, real estate's going to fall apart. I can't tell you if real estate's going to crash or not, but what I can tell you is when you look at the inventories, uh, the inventory of homes in the United States versus the demand, there is much, much greater demand than supply of homes, and so we're seeing a relatively stable market. So that's one of the indicators that would suggest that, th- that we're not going to have a real estate crash. Um, the problem, though, is even though the, the pending home sales number went up, we're still at very historical low levels, and that's Primarily because of interest rates and inventory, um, there was also a big rebound in new home sales. And again, you know, it rose 12.3 percent. I think we can relate that primarily to the fact that there's not a lot of existing homes for sale. And so, if you have to buy a home and there's not existing home inventory, where you're going to go, you're either going to build a house or put a you know put a builder under contract to build you a home. So that's important. In and around that headline, and you may have heard this come out last, last week, the median home sales price is $418,800, which is down from $477,700 a year ago. And I want to put a note of caution on this number. When people hear the median home price went down, everybody thinks, and I say that, you know, that's embellished, obviously, but people think that that is depreciation in homes. It's not the median home price is the midpoint for where homes are being sold. And what we're seeing is that what's happening is there's not a lot of expensive homes uh, being sold right now because there's not inventory. And so what are happening is builders are building smaller, less expensive homes so we can move the market, and also interest rates put uh, pressure on that. So when you hear the median home prices declined, that is not an indicator of appreciation. In fact, the major home appreciation indices are showing that we'll have home appreciation this year. Uh, third quarter GDP uh, was better than we expected. Um, it grew by 4.9%. This is an important number. It does get revised on November 21st and December 21st. The Fed will look at this because. While we're seeing inflation come down, what the Fed makes of inflation coming down relative to an expanding GDP could influence whether they raise rates this Wednesday or not. And then the last headline we have is job, jobless claims suggest a slowdown in hiring. The Fed looks at employment very closely because the Fed will... will when when employment is at historically low numbers, meaning a lot of people are working, that puts pressure on wages, and wages can re- give a rise to inflation. And so the Fed wants to know, are more people employed or are fewer people employed? So the jobless claims rose by 10,000 last week. Um, it, it's still, even though it rose to 210,000, that is still near lowest levels we've seen in a year, so that number's fairly low. The big important number, however, though, is continuing claims, because that increased sixty-three thousand uh, applications or continuing claims applications to one point seven nine million people. So what's that? What that means is these people are still f- receiving benefits after receiving their initial claims. So if the Fed thinks that there's a lot of unemployed people out there, they may pause. If the Fed thinks that employment is still really strong, they might raise rates. That's why employment is really important. All right, those are the headlines that I wanted to run through. What do we have to look forward to this week? Uh, Well, we're going to get a lot of employment numbers. And then, of course, the Fed has their two-day meeting Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we'll get the Fed comments on Wednesday, uh, which they will either raise or pause the overnight rate. And either way, the employment number and the uh, Fed's actions on Wednesdays will impact the market. And we're going to unpack that, what happens there, uh, next week, next Monday on the update. And uh, a week from Thursday, we will also be releasing our next podcast, uh, Stories of Real Estate with Brian Self, who is a longtime real estate. Uh, professional, and you will love to hear his comments. Thanks for tuning in to my update. I appreciate it. Reach out to me anytime at 720-419-3016. Of course, you can always go to my website, efficientlending.net. I have my YouTube channel up. You can subscribe to the written form of my weekly updates as well. Hope you all have a great week. Thanks for joining us on Mosaic, the stories of real estate. And a big thank you, as always, to Rogue Media Network and their support of this podcast. They're so appreciated. My name is Mike Nelson. I'm the CEO of Efficient Lending Incorporated, a mortgage company located in Colorado, Texas, and Florida. You can reach us at YouTube at Efficient Lending or on Facebook at Efficient Lending. And of course, I always love a phone call at 720-419-3016. Email works as well at mike at efficientlending.net. Efficient Lending Incorporated, NMLS 1876539. And my individual NMLS number is 1314188. As always, thanks for listening to Mosaic, the Stories of Real Estate. And we look forward to connecting with you again on a future episode.